Welcome to Find the Good, a podcast focused on helping us to find the good in life despite the challenges and the obstacles that come our way. I'm your host, Julie Wilkes, and I am so glad that you've joined me today. I am also assisted by my right-hand man, Mr. Charlie Wilkes, my dachshund who loves to sit right next to my laptop during my podcast and give me inspiration. So if you hear a little jingle, that's just Charlie getting excited about the topic. So today's topic is how do you show up? How do you show up at work? How do you show up in your relationships? How do you show up in your conversations? How do you show up when it's easy? How do you show up when it's hard? How do you show up when it matters? How do you show up when it doesn't matter? How do you show up in life? I first became interested in this topic when I had the chance to interview a CEO uh, a while back now, and I asked him, you know, how did you get to where you are? I'm always curious as to how some people rise to that very top of an organization, and you know, he laughed and he said, I was never the guy that everyone thought would be the CEO. He said, in fact, I was probably the one guy that they said would never be the CEO. He's like, I was never the smartest. I was never the most innovative. I was never the anything-ist. He said, in a world of comp- competition, I, I certainly wasn't the one who, you know, sold the most amount of work or whatever it is that was valued as the highest performing at the time. He said, but what I did do is show up every day. And at first, I was a little confused by that because I thought, well, I show up every day. I should be CEO. (laughs) But what he meant is that he shows up with his authentic self. He shows up with the things that bring out his best. He shows up and brings those things consistently. No matter what kind of day it is, no matter what kind of challenges he's faced with, he is consistent with how he handles and the impact he has. So it gave me some food for thought as to how I show up. You know, it's easy for me to walk into a room and show up with this positive energy and and all the good things that I want to show up with when life is easy, right? It's easy for us to show up. But it's much harder to emulate those things, to show those things, to give off those things and be consistent when life has thrown us a curveball, when it seems like life is unfair, when we're worried, when we're anxious, when we're overwhelmed, when we're dealing with thoughts around... You know, not being good enough or, or that other people are getting the break or, or that, you know, why do I work so hard and yet it seems like I'm still so far behind or whatever it is that we feel. And we all feel these things. But it is in these times that we have to show up the most. And that is what that CEO that gave me that advice was meaning. Doesn't mean just have the good idea when it's easy. It means see through the trees when you're stuck in a forest. It means when you're somewhere and it's a tough place and everybody else is panicked, be true to you. Be consistent with how you show up and bring your best version of you. So about a year ago, I attended a conference uh, that Brennan Bouchard spoke at. And if you've never been so fortunate enough to read or hear Brennan Bouchard, he's definitely worth your time. Check him out. Uh, He's got some great books out there. One of them that I enjoyed this year was his High Performance Habits. So he really looked at people who are performing at high levels consistently. What are the habits that they tend to have? And it's a really interesting read. I tend to skim a lot of books. I get bored easily, I think. And yet this is one that I, I really did read cover to cover because it was just chock full of good, inspiring information, but also science. And he backs a lot of his theories and ideas with science. And I love that. So anyways... As I was looking at at some of his ideas, the first thing that really jumped out at me is that he said that people who are consistently performing at high levels, these folks who are being successful in their lives, something that's really 
apparent is that they have a sense of clarity. They're very clear on what they want, how they want to show up and who they are and who they want to be in all situations, not just the good situations, but in all situations. And so he asked us to think about who we are when we're our best, when we're performing at our highest levels, what are the qualities or characteristics that are present? So he had us send ourselves a notification on our phone that'll pop up daily that had these three words, these three qualities or characteristics that we've said are really important to us and how we show up or how we are each day and handle our, our great things and our tough things and everything in between. So you know that first week I was kind of inspired by these words. They'd come up and I'd be like, oh, there they are. But you know what happened? Maybe what happens to a lot of us. I got desensitized to them. They started popping up when I was in the middle of a text or an email or if I was on a conversation, I would just exit out and not even pay attention to them. And I started to not even think about these words. And But I was too lazy to actually remove them from my notification. So they still continued to show up every day consistently. But it wasn't until I was about to go into a really difficult meeting. And, and when I say really difficult meeting, it was one of those meetings or situations where I did not want to be any part of it. I would much rather have had somebody else in there for me or not even had to join it. I'm somebody who never minds a great conversation, even an argument that allows uh, respect and support for each individual and contribution and listening. Um, I never mind those things. I think some of those things can help move us forward. But what I really don't like are Discussions that turn nasty, where people throw people under the bus or where it becomes a heated, you know, disrespectful uh, conversation. And it really felt like that was probably the direction that this meeting was going to go. And I was actually sick to my stomach about walking in there and I felt a bit overwhelmed. And I thought, well, here goes nothing. And I looked down at my phone right as I was about to walk in and wouldn't you know, those three words popped up. And I said, there it is. There's my North Star, there's my compass. That's what I need to do. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to say in this meeting. I know I'm going to be faced with some difficult personalities and conversations and people are not going to be that nice. And I am going to hold true to those things that I said are important to me when I'm at my best. When I'm performing at my best levels, here's the things that I'm doing. And you know, I'm not going to tell you that that meeting was all unicorns and sunshine and glitter. But what I will tell you is that in that meeting, I was able to stop some of the the fire. I was able to diffuse some of the anger or frustration or whatever it is that people had brought with them that was not going to result in anything positive or outcome uh, that was desirable. And I was able to be true to myself and bring these best things forward and honor people, honor myself. And we walked out of there shaking hands and in a better place. And that for the first time was when I said, okay, this stuff matters. How I show up in the good, in the bad, and in the indifferent is what matters. And it's, it matters how you show up. So you are all probably thinking, well, what were your words? Now, they are not important to the grand scheme of things because my words are not necessarily your words and you have to have your own words. But the words that have remained true to me for the past year or so since are, in no particular order, presence, being present fully all in while I'm with somebody or in a conversation. Courage. Takes a lot of courage sometimes to have some of the ideas I have and to voice them and they're not always popular and uh, my personality is such where some people receive it very well, other people don't. And having the courage to stay true to that and to stay true to the things that I think are really important even when they're not important to others. Also the courage to keep smiling even when everybody else isn't. To try to just keep, keep true to myself. And then finally, vibrancy. 
When I walk into a room, I want to light it up. I want to change the energy of it. But you know, when I'm worried, when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious, sometimes I walk in with head down and I'm just focused on what I'm going to do. And I was pushing myself to walk in head high, eyes smiling, making eye contact because you know what? When you do that, people cannot help but smile back even if they don't want to. It's almost like a trick you play on them to get them to offer some kindness into that room. So those were my words. So I want to ask you for a minute whether you like this idea of three words that you're going to send to yourself that Brendan suggested, or maybe you want to take it a little bit more simple and come up with one word, put it on a piece of paper on your desk, on a post-it note, and just remind yourself every day and ask yourself, am I living into that? Am I bringing that with me as I show up? When I show up, is this consistent? Maybe you have an image that represents how you want to show up. Maybe you put that in front of you, uh, you know, as you're getting ready in the morning or whatever it is, whatever would be authentic and true for you. Think about how you want to show up and make that really clear for you because it matters. It matters because how you show up will change everything about a situation. You can diffuse negativity and move things forward. You can think logically. You can be innovative. You can come up with new ideas or you can do the opposite. But it's how you choose to show up and what's important to you. And if you represent yourself well and if you look back and say, I'm really proud of how I handled that, that is how you show up. As I was thinking about this topic, I thought about, you know, this is really relevant to leaders, right? Leaders in an organization, in a company, leaders at a church, leaders at just about, there's leaders everywhere. And you may be, th be thinking to yourself, ah, I'm not a leader. I kind of like going with the flow. But I'm going to tell you, if you are a parent, a sibling, a colleague, a friend, a daughter, a son, if you are any of these things, which I know you all are, you are a leader because there's going to be times that you have to make decisions in your life. You have to decide something uh, that you're going to change. You have to decide an opinion. You have to make an opinion. And so as being a leader, you have to show up and you have to know when to lead, when to follow. You have to know the energy you want to give off because I think today social media sort of sometimes misrepresents leaders and success. Right. So don't get me wrong. I love social media. I think social media has a great ability to impact people, inspire people, put good energy out there and really teach other people what is possible. You see somebody out there doing something that's really cool and you see a post by them. It kind of inspires you to think about what could I do? So there's so much good that can come of social media. But what also I see is this, you know, sort of sense of in leadership or how we show up one upping people trying to get more likes, trying to be more you know, popular, trying to be the one always in the front, whatever it is. And so it caused me to kind of do some exploration about how leaders show up. And, you know, I think a leader has to be versatile. You have to know when to listen. You have to know when to have an opinion, how to compromise, how to lead your pack, how to respect your pack, how to get your pack to respect you. There's lots of things. So right about this time, I had one of my instructors, I own a fitness and yoga studio, and she sent me a text, and it was very sweet, um, and it really made my day, but in that, she included a photo, and she talked about how she'll always be a part of my yellow wolf pack. <laughs> and in this photo, there was a photo of a wolf pack, and it described the different roles that the wolves play as they walk. Now, by the way, for those of you who may be animal gurus and know the proper life cycle of wolves, I guess there is some controversy on if this photo is actually representative of what a wolf pack does. So if you would just take this as the story, all right? 
So here's the story she sent me. It was a photo of these wolves walking in a line. And the first three are circled in red. The first next five are circled in yellow. The next 10 or so are just walking. They don't have a box around them. Then there's the next five are circled in green. And then there is a purple arrow pointing to the last wolf in line. All right, and in this, it says there's a group of wolves. The three in the front are old and sick. They walk in front to set the pace of the running group so they don't get left behind. The next five are the strongest and the best. They are tasked to protect the front side if there's an attack. The pack in the middle are always protected from any attack. The five behind them are also among the strongest and the best. They are tasked to protect the back side if there's an attack. The last one is the leader. He or she ensures that no one is left behind keeps the pack unified on the same path, is always ready to run in any direction to protect and serve as the bodyguard to the entire group. So just in case anyone wanted to know what it really means to be a leader, it's not about being out in front. It means taking care of the team. So I really like that because I think so often we worry about if we're always going to be at the top if we're the best, if we're making the right amount of money, if we have the right title, if we get the right likes on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is that success sometimes looks like for us. But I come back to the CEO that I talked to years ago when he told me he shows up every day. Well, I have to tell you, when he first said that, I wasn't that inspired because I thought, no, tell me the secrets. Tell me how you actually get to this level. Tell me how you get to this level of greatness. But what he was saying is he shows up, he knows when to lead, when to follow, when to protect, when to care, putting his team in front of him, but also being authentic to himself and knowing the energy he wanted to bring and being consistent with that each time. So I want to challenge you. What energy do you bring? What do you bring with you when it's hard? What impact do you make? So often people ask me, what is our purpose in this life? And obviously that's a long, interesting philosophical conversation. But a really simple answer is that it's the impact we have each day. Our purpose is not necessarily saving the world, although there are some people working on that. It's perhaps in just the differences we make and how we treat people and the conversations we have and looking at our relationships and bringing our best self each time. It's not about letting the world pull us down, but showing that we're stronger than that and believing the things that make us our best and practice. So my challenge to you is to find your words. Maybe it's three words, maybe it's one. Find something. For me, it was that presence, that courage, and that vibrancy. And remind yourself, practice those things when they're easy. Because if you can practice these things when they're easy, when life becomes difficult, when you get put in a corner, when it becomes unfair, when you just want to react and be angry and frustrated and all those things, you'll draw upon those things that will keep you moving forward and lift others up. Here's to you and here's to how you show up each and every day. And here's to you finding the good in your life.